0: Exuberant joy is the proper way to live the Easter season. Easter is 50 days long, precisely because our joy in knowing that Christ is risen and we share his new life, cannot be confined to or used up in just one day. Yet the joy is paradoxical. In Luke's Gospel, the disciples talking about the resurrection are terrified when they see what they're talking about and hoping for is really true. When Jesus appears and gives them a greeting of peace, everyone panics. He has to prove to them that he's no ghost by having them touch him and by eating some fish. What would my reaction be to meeting someone I knew to be dead, someone whose corpse I had seen, someone whose grave I knew? Living in an age more inclined to psychological rather than spiritual explanations, I would probably think I was hallucinating rather than I was seeing a ghost. Like the disciples though I would panic. Am I cracking up? Let's face it, the resurrection is unbelievable. Even seeing the risen Lord is not going to convince us otherwise. It's easier to believe in ghosts or to doubt one's own sanity. Actually, we don't have to do the doubting ourselves. Others do it for us. The wisdom of the world assures us that we're at least deluded and probably crazy in our belief that Jesus, once dead, is now alive. To understand the joy of this season, we must remind ourselves of the impossibility of what we celebrate. We know as well as the disciples did that Jesus really died. There was and is no doubt about it. Even if he had not been tortured to death on a cross 2,000 years ago, he'd be dead by now we can be so used to the idea of the resurrection that we can forget its basis, the death of Jesus. Unless we remember that, we cannot fully celebrate this season. It becomes mere good feelings and folklore. However, if we remember the fearsome reality of death, we're ready to rejoice over a piece of cooked fish. In the resurrection, the impossible has happened. A dead man has returned to his friends, spoken with them, shown his fatal wounds to them, eaten with them. And we are those friends, the best friend I can ever have because he knows me in every detail, in all my weakness, yet loves me without limit, is Jesus Christ. His earlier friends, our forerunners, were incredulous for sheer joy and wonder. In our own sheer joy and wonder, We remember how impossible it is that our friend is alive after being dead. He was dead, he is alive. That in itself is cause enough to whistle, whoop, and dance. Yet there is more to our joy. I will one day die, there is no doubt about it. The one statistic that never changes is the death rate. It is, and always will be, 100%. No medical technology, no cloning, no wonder drug, no diet, no exercise, no prayers, no nothing will ever change that. One day, I will be as dead as Jesus was. Dead, done, full stop. And yet, through my really dying, I have a promise of new life in Christ's rising from death. United with Christ's death by the baptism I renewed on Easter Sunday, I am united with his resurrection. In some way, though I will really die, I will also really live. That's as impossible for me as it was for Jesus. Incredible. Incredible, but true. Those men and women 2,000 years ago were incredulous in joy and wonder. So can we be. They saw Jesus, spoke with him, were taught by him, ate with him, The impossible his living again is real the impossible my living again is real what else can I do but jauntily joyfully stride through life well actually there is one more thing I can do the end of today's gospel reading tells us Jesus said that penance for the remission of sins is to be preached to all the nations I can be a preacher Not someone standing on a street corner haranguing the passing crowds, but someone whose jaunty walk through life, whose bewildered joy and wonder proclaim to all who see me the incredible, unbelievable good news that a dead man has eaten some fish. My dead friend is alive. I, like him, will also die. And I, too, will live.